We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. From the studios at WFN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesa on the fan on this uh, very busy October day, the 22nd day of the month of October. Where does the time go as we head towards Halloween and the holidays before you know it? Uh, we don't have a World Series in New York, unfortunately. We have one tonight in Houston. Uh, should be a fun series, but you know what? It would have been a lot more fun if the Yankees were in it, that's for sure. Uh, but today we'll open up and we'll do some baseball. We got the Rosa coming up. We got Girardi coming up, who could be headed to the Phillies. We'll talk to the Girardi later. We'll do a little NBA preview since the NBA does start today. Well, we would begin where you knew we would begin. And uh, first, let me apologize for thinking the Jets could be competitive. I, I thought their defense would do well in the game. And I really think even after that first drive, which was efficient by the Pats, I thought they had a chance to play well defensively in the game. But what we talked about yesterday and the call I had with Ira Late was, hey, one thing, got to block, got to make sure you got to block them you got to make sure that they can block them. That's the one thing because that's their weakness. they got to be able to block them. They have two weaknesses, corner and the offensive line. And instead, it turned into one of the real embarrassing nights in the history of the Jets. I mean, I didn't think Belichick could, I didn't think Belichick could again uh, make them pay for past sins. And we all know what the past sins are, so we don't have to go into all of them. But you know how much he hates the Jets, and he likes to embarrass them on national TV, and he did it again. And you would figure that the Jets, knowing that their quarterback was only one week back, and I know he played well against the Cowboys, but one week back from the illness he had and from the, the sickness he had. And obviously, he needs to be protected. And you would think that they would not only be ready for anything the Pats might offer, but the fact that they would try to adjust. I mean, the Pats last night put on a zero blitz clinic for the ages, okay? And they're showing the zero blitz and then moving the blitzers around and keeping the Jets off balance and keeping the quarterback vexed to the point of almost craziness last night where, you know, you have the classic comment now that'll be remembered forever of him, you know, seeing ghosts. The bottom line was it was one of the most embarrassing games I can ever remember. It was as bad as anything I've ever seen between the Jets and the Pats. It was as futile as anything I've ever seen. And it was about as bad a quarterback performance as I've ever seen in the history of the league. That's how bad it was. 
because he just didn't have any idea what, what, where the pressure was coming from. He had no idea what to do. And the idea, what you have to do to combat it is rather simple. You know, it's, it's quite ironic that when you think back, the zero blitz or cover zero, as you know, which means that there's no safety back there and you're going to overload and get a free try to get a free rusher to the quarterback, which means he's got no time to get rid of the ball and can't wait and can't look. And to combat that, you have to have your line move and you have to basically have the quarterback have short routes instead of trying to run downfield routes, which do not work against that blitz. That is the blitz you use in desperate times. That is usually a, a blitz you use in the red zone, a blitz you use on the goal line. It's a, that, you know, that, that's the blitz where, place we use it. It's quite ironic that that's the blitz that the Pats used when Eli threw the touchdown pass that beat them in 42 to Plaxico with the slant and go was on a zero blitz. Look, I mean, that's what it was. They went to the zero blitz. They went after him. He got the ball out and boom, he beat Hobbs to the corner like a drum. Cause it's all man coverage. And that was the play that won the Super Bowl 42. So it was against the same thing against that blitz, which is where you use it. He used it all over the field last night, which basically said, I don't have any threat of you making a play downfield about your wide receivers making a play or you getting this blocked or you getting the quarterback to get it in the right spots. And, they did nothing. When they did get it in the right spot, it got dropped. And he threw, you know, balls when he had no one open. He threw them up for grabs. He threw them off his back foot. He threw them right to the Pats. I mean, when the ball went up, the Pats had a better chance for the ball than the Jets did. I mean, it was, oh, it, it was avert your eyes bad. I mean, it was, it was painful bad. Almost as bad as listening to McFarland, who I'll tell you, announcers don't bother me, folks. You know that I've said it a million times. But one thing... When you're an analyst and you think you have to cover every play and talk every second of every play, as soon as the play-by-play man stops, you have to fill the air. That's the worst kind of analyst, and he is that kind of analyst. He just never stops talking. I mean, he doesn't matter if the play went for a yard, didn't go for a yard. It was an off-tackle play. It was his, his, Nothing is ever dead air, ever. Uh, it just drives you crazy. But the, the, the point is the game was – Hard to watch. It really, it was hard to take. I like Sam. Uh, you know, I, I do. I think he, you know, I, I like him as a kid. He's a nice kid. Um, you want to see him do well. Uh, that was, that wasn't bad. It was just so much past bad. It was hard to take. Oh, it was, it was, it was brutal. And he's still coaching him up. I mean, Belichick's, you know, it's up 24 nothing. He's over there, you know, devising new looks. And still throwing the ball with five minutes left. I wanted to, you know, if you're the Jets, you got to get mad. See, I don't understand why the other team never gets mad. And they just keep taking it. I mean, you got to put Tom Brady on his rear end. When he's throwing the ball at you, when he's still throwing the ball when he's up 30 nothing. put him on his rear end. Make him pay for doing that. And get him to back off. I mean, they just, let the Pats just dictate everything to them all the time. It's sickening. It's nauseating. Uh, Pats had to be giggling. A couple times you saw Belichick smiling. I mean, they just had to be giggling with what was going on yesterday. It was that futile. And he embarrassed the team, the coaching staff, the quarterback, and everybody in between. That was such a step backwards. It was almost, I mean, there's not even a calculation for how far back that step was. 
And he had 10 days off, and he said, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to kill that offensive line, and I'm going to kill his quarterback. And he did. He did. He embarrassed the heck out of the Jets last night, and he loves when he can do that. And it's, not, it's by design, folks. They don't, you know, it's, it's all by design. And it was just so ugly. And it, it, it does, it, I mean, I just don't get gays. Well, you know, you're supposed to be an offensive guru, and you can't, you can't combat that kind of blitz. You can't combat it. You can't get the play blocked. You can't throw a couple of slants, slant, throw a couple of screens. I mean, nothing. I mean, come on, please. I mean, it's just so sick, sickening to watch. It really was. There's not much you can say. I mean, really, there's nothing else to analyze. I mean, it didn't matter what the defense did. All right, they came out and they had their dink and dunk down the field play, which they use, and they they did it. You know, and they do it better than anybody. Dink and dunk and dink and dunk and run 18 plays and you know get the ball in the end zone. You know, whatever what they wanted. You know, whatever they want to run, whatever sweep they want to run, whatever gadget they want to run, whatever little gimmick they want to give you, whatever they want to do with the guards, and you know, just pull it and just you know. Get there five yards, four yards, three yards, five yards. Dink and dunk and boom, and down the field, hold the ball forever, and get it in the end zone. And then, all, and then he gets the ball back seven nothing. All right, gets it's okay. They got a first drive, uh, scoring drive. Okay, you live with that. And then he comes out and throws a pick. I mean, right then and there, you knew what kind of night it was going to be. Ugly, ugly. I don't know what else to say. I mean, really, I have nothing. There's not much to say. Yeah, so I'll take your calls because I have nothing else to add. I mean, it was nauseating. That's the word I'll use. It's so much past disappointing. It's so much past revolting. It was just nauseating. If I was a jet, if I was a jet coach, I, I, I really, I, I, not only would I not sleep, I, I don't know what I would do. I would have done something last night. I would have told I would have told the defense, you know, go out there. I don't care if it's a fifteen yard penalty. Knock him on his rear end. Don't let him keep rubbing your nose in it. God, I, these teams just have no gumption. It drives you crazy. Iron Staten Island, go ahead, Iron. What's up? Hey, Mike. You know everything we spoke about before the game last night. It, it, they, they they didn't do anything that we spoke about, especially protecting. Well, Sam. That, the guy did is protect him, and if you can't protect them when they're going to basically, you know, teams don't run a lot of zero blitz. Unless it's in you know desperate situations, they 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 run it in the red zone. They they don't like to run. He's running it all over the field. I mean, it's just uh, he embarrassed them last night. He really did in a, in, in a bad totally, way. Yes, totally nauseating is absolutely right. And and it's simple, you know, basics X's and O's to slow down a pass rush. You throw screens and you run draws and you run, and you run slants and they're running deep patterns against the zero blitz, which you can't do. You cannot. You don't have time. You have two seconds or less to get rid of the ball. They, they, they have open. They're gonna have the idea of the zero blitz is that they're gonna have uncovered rushes to the quarterback. That's the idea of it. So that that is the basic idea of it. So the you're gonna have to get rid of the ball quickly. That if you and he got rid of it off his back foot quickly, threw it up for grabs every time he did. They caught it. Absolutely, and you know, defensively, I, I thought they weren't. They looked like they were on their heels right from the get-go, and they marched right down the field. And listen, Greg Williams didn't start sending pressure till late there. No, he didn't. Yeah. 
And, 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 and I told you yesterday, I told you, if I'm going to lose this game, I want to lose it blitzing. I don't want to lose a play in coverage. And he played coverage, and Brady picked them apart. That's exactly well, what happened. And Shumay Johnson's stealing. I mean, let's be oh, honest. He's, he's stealing. He's I mean, he's stealing. I mean, I, I hate to say it. He's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a joke. It, it's, it's an absolute joke. It really no, is. And you're so right. And, and just as a man and an athlete, I know you played sports, I played sports, you get into a game like that, you, you know, you're right. You take the penalty, and I'm not Hit, saying just that. knock him down. You, if he's going to be throwing, if he's got the goal to go out there and throw the ball with five minutes left, he's leaving his star quarterback on that field to throw the ball with five minutes left. Go out there and say, you know what? You're not doing that. I don't care what the score is. You're not doing that. Go out. You try no, and th- not- throw it again, and I'm going to basically knock you on your rear end to where you'll take him out of the game because he. I'm telling you, I thought he was going to go on that last one when he punted on fourth down. I think they wanted to go. And I said, if he goes, you got to basically knock him on his rear. Because they're trying to run up the score now. I mean, they, they wanted to run up the score. You know, the Jet defense kept him a couple of times, got some stops. They were trying to run up the score as much as they possibly could. I mean, they were trying it to. It should have been one. They, they should have put 50 and 60. With all those yeah, the turnovers. defense actually had some decent minutes in the middle of the game. Otherwise, they would have had, with all those turnovers, they could have had more points. There's no question. Uh, they absolutely could have had more points. And the Jet offensive line's got to be kidding. I mean, they got with the oh. center position, with the tackles. I mean, my God, it, we, it's, it's not even NFL football. What are they doing? What are they practicing? No, it's, it's not NFL football. And, you know, when I look at this whole situation, you know, forget about the record. I'm not even concerned the rest of the year. We'll see what's going to be with the head coach and what goes on with that. But yesterday, I'm concerned about Sam because that's a psyche type of thing. And that's what worries me. And I'll tell you the truth. If I was a head coach, I would have pulled that kid early fourth quarter. I agree. I would. I, he I would, needed to sit down. I would have pulled him earlier just for his own safety. I mean, and, and I'll tell you this. Today they're mad at ESPN. What the hell are you mad at ESPN for? Why? Because they heard him say that? You know what? He shouldn't be saying it, and you shouldn't be coaching that way. That's what you should be mad at. What the heck are you mad at ESPN for? Oh, they shouldn't have added. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to mic my players anymore. So don't mic your players. You know what? If they had a way not to televise you, they would. You think they can't, you know, mic the players? They're really crushed. The Jets aren't going to be mic'd anymore. Confederacy of dunces. You know what? Too many people like the Jets. It kept scaring me. All weekend, it kept scaring me. Everywhere I heard, oh, Jets, Jets, Jets. And I, listen, the Pat offense has been awful. And I don't think it's great. And they just got Sanu, so they got help already. So you knew they were going to get a player. Now they got Sanu. Sanu will be great there. He'll be great. He won't be good. He'll be great. He'll be great. And Tom's sitting back there in the first half, and he has a half hour to throw the ball. A half hour to throw it. But forget the defense against the Pat defense. That's at least football. We can discuss that. The Pat Defense against the Jet offense was horror theater. That 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 wasn't even football. That was avert your eyes. That was like beating a baby seal. I mean, it was just it was it it, it, it was defenseless. Donald was defenseless against that defense. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm being honest. I thought he could have 10 turnovers last night. I really, I'm serious. I thought he could. I'm surprised he only had one fumble because I figured they might get three or four more. I mean, it was, it it actually could have gotten worse. And I'm surprised he actually knocked the ball out of bounds in the, in, you know, knocked it out of bounds in the end zone. I thought that was definitely going to be a touchdown. I thought he was going to fall over and the ball was going to lay there and they were just going to jump on it. I mean, that's probably, you know, amazingly he saved five points there. 
Case in High Point. What's up, Case? Thanks for taking a call, Mike. I'm glad you started with Ira. I was, I was wondering what, what positive he could possibly take from, from the Jets. I didn't go to the game last night. And the difference right away, 16-play drive, they scored. First time the Jets touched it on the, on the kickoff return, flag. My son turns me on the interception. He goes, Dad, it's over. I go, you got that right, kid. So football in New York area, in New York area is terrible. Retread coaches, different coaches. Let me give you a list of coaches. Would you, would you take any of these coaches? Harbaugh, Quinn, McCarthy, Tomlin, um, the enemy, or Norton Jr. No, listen, listen, I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not in love with that list. Um, right now, you take anybody. You know, it's funny. I go back to this. McCagnan wanted Arians. Arians didn't want any part of him. Wouldn't even talk to him. Couldn't get him to come in interview. And then he was on McCarthy until he talked to the Pats. And that's where everything went went south. For McCagnan. And you can't tell me they wouldn't have been better off if they had McCagnan and McCarthy than they are now. Uh, I, I'm not seeing anything from Gaze that makes that, you know. I mean, I don't know how you sit there for four quarters and don't adjust to that at all. And just don't, adu- and don't, just, and just don't adu- adjust to it. You let it go on for four quarters. And get worse. Not get better, get worse. And for four quarters, not, nothing changes. We knew their offensive line was weak. And we were all camouflaged by what they did in the Cowboy game. That was that, you know, but it wasn't that for me personally. For me personally, it was that I've been watching this Pat offense struggle week after week after week. And I thought the Jet defense with Mosley back could really harass them. And they didn't. They didn't. They played way, way too passively to harass them. Anthony in North Babylon. What's up, Anthony? Hey, Mike, what's going on? What's happening? Yeah, the Jets' offense was looking terrible yesterday. Really? Really? Yeah. But uh, well, quick thank, question. Well, thanks for that. That's really, I really appreciate that uh, succinct analysis, that the Jet defense looked awful yesterday. Thanks for that. We really we needed that addition to the show. Craig in Manhattan, what's up, Craig? Thanks for taking my call, Mike. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I am sick and tired of year after year rooting for losses to try and get a better draft pick. This is the Johnson brothers' fault. How can they be so bad at their job? 20 years they own the team, and they're so clueless. Gase, what you just said is the same thing we've been saying for weeks. How come there's no adjustment? I thought this guy was supposed to be an offensive guru. He can't figure out one play to adjust the line, to pick up the blitz, to not have his quarterback who just got over mono not get creamed. He had, he's thrown off his back foot the whole game. I mean, well, he, he, was, he, he was joke. he was terrible though. I mean, I mean Sam was they... Sam was so terrible. I can't even I, I can't even fathom how bad Sam was. Sam was so bad. Sam looked like he never played quarterback before. I mean, he looked like he had never played. He looked like a guy you gave basically the job. The guy got off the street and said, "Here, you're the quarterback tonight." That's what he looked like. I mean, he didn't have a clue. He did everything wrong, and when he did throw the ball in the right spot on time, they dropped it. Early in the game, he hit, I think it was Thomas, I'm not sure, I have to remember who it was. He hit someone down the right sideline on third down for a first down, and it was wide open, and he dropped it. I think it was Thomas. I think it was Thomas. He, I mean, he just dropped it. it was, I mean, he finally got the ball out on time, and, 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 he, and he dropped the ball. 
Robin Freeport. What's up, Rob? Hey, Mike. What's happening? Hey, um, Rich Cimini, um had a tweet last night that um, some NFL scout told him that they can't even slide the, the overload blitz side. That the OC and the OL, the uh, the OC and the offensive line coach needs to be fired. I have a question. Well, I, mean, I, mean, I don't need Rich Semini or the scout to tell us that. We watched it all ourselves. I, I mean, I they know, could, but, they couldn't even adjust to a, 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 to basic basic NFL football. They could not even they could not slide a line. They actually overloaded and then dropped back and came from the other side un, unmolested. They had free blocker. They had free, free rushes to the quarterback. On about 14 plays last night, I would think uh, up the middle, left, right. I mean, they came from everywhere. It was it was unbelievable. I have a question: if if we continue, if the Jets continue to play, just their offense is just anemic the whole rest of the year. I mean, we got to cut bait, right? Uh, with, with I don't, I, listen, I, I don't know. I mean, you know what? I'm so tired of them changing coaches. I'm so tired with these teams having to change coach every year. I mean, it just gets ridiculous. I mean, listen, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Both New York teams hired guys with losing records. They hired guys with losing records. Now, you could tell me, hey, uh, Kraft hired a guy with a losing record. He did. But that guy, and maybe Kraft got lucky. Because let's be honest, Modell told him it would be the worst hire of his life. But Belichick in Cleveland had extenuating circumstances. And he had already won Super Bowls as a coordinator, but that doesn't mean he's going to be good because, you know, Romeo Cornell won a truckload of them and then wasn't a good head coach. You just never know who's going to be a good head coach. So you're right. They, it, it, it's not even automatic that with a losing record. But when it's a losing record, you got a better chance that the guy already has a winning record in the league that he's got a chance to be successful. At least he's been successful. Doesn't mean he's going to be successful here, but at least it's a, he got a fighting chance. Paul in Connecticut, what's up, Paul? Hey, Mike, how's it going? Good. Oh, Mike, forty-five years old, lifelong Jet fan, watching the game with my boys. Both my boys waited for me to come home from work last night, and and you would see like a balloon when you let out the air. It was like that first drive. It was just so methodical as the Patriots went down the field and tore them apart. But then, as you stated, to watch the game develop, and I'll say I didn't watch it all because I just couldn't. Both of both my boys and myself both turned it off. Uh, I did turn it on again just to get a quick peek because I'm just so in tune to see how Gase continues to look. The word is, I say, baffled. And and I watched this. Uh, Sam, who I, I definitely get, he's and I love him. I, he's our franchise. I wanted him. I'm all for him. But then to do things that, that don't help him, and then they also set him up with this mic, and, and, and now they're caught with this, him saying about these ghosts. I mean, they're not helping this kid out. That's going to follow him forever now. Absolutely. And listen, And listen, he's got to do better. I mean, I understand, uh, you know, he had a good game last week. And that misled a lot of us, I understand. Uh, the first drive was a tone setter, no question. Because the, the offense for the Pats has not had, you know, most of the, the games where in recent weeks that they've had quick starts, it's because the defense has set them up. 
that was that methodical, take it down the field, use a million hours and, you know, get four yards, five yards, three yards, five yards, five yards, two yards, six yards, all the way down the field. Um, you know, they're capable of doing that. They do it very methodically. They probably had 10 days of practice in that. You know, they, you know, they probably, you know, had the whole thing set up. They're very good. They execute. I mean, that's the word they execute. Uh, uh, and they went right at the weaknesses. They know that they're weak at the corner. And they know that they're weak on the offensive line, and they went right after both. So, I mean, that's what that's what they did. Kenny in Staten Island, what's up, Kenny? Hey, how you doing, Mike? Good. You know, the problem lies with the Jets is, is the drafting. I, I took a look last night the last six drafts that they had. Besides Donald, with the jury is still out, Jamal Adams is basically the only player that is actually contributing, and you know, he's on a bad team. But everybody else, you, if you get a chance, you look at the draft board for the last five, six years with the Jets, 40, 50 players, there's not one player besides Adam, and I know Donald was uh, two years ago, but there's not one person that sticks out that's even in the league anymore from what I could see as, as an impact player. So that's, that's where the problem lies is the drafting. They better clean house with whoever's doing the scouting. You know, uh, now, basically – on everything. He missed on everything besides Donald, maybe. Well, wait a second. He's missed on everything except Donald, Adams, May. There's nothing else there. Well, wait a second. May May is very good. I disagree with you. May has not played a lot, but May is, I think, see, I think May's good. I disagree with you on May. And Adams Adams is a a pro bowl player. And and, and Adams likes to separate himself from the team, you know, uh, way too much. But uh, he's a very talented player. No one's going to dispute his ability. So, I mean, they 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 missed on some guys like everybody else does. Um, this is more a problem than that. They have a nucleus of players. Now, they don't have an offensive line, which is a huge problem in this league. You cannot operate without one. But they have some useful players. Uh, again, I thought Mosley coming back would make a difference. He did nothing last night. Then I gather he got hurt again. I don't know exactly what point in that game and that debacle he got hurt, but somewhere along the way he got hurt. But their offensive line is atrocious. They brought Khalil back. He's been just, you know, he shouldn't come back. You know, he's been terrible. Their offensive line is dreadful. Eddie and Rockland, uh, what's up, Eddie? Hey, Mike. You know, Mike, this is the worst NFL football in New York I can remember. This is bad. It's really bad. That's true. It's very bad. It got clueless owners giving the keys to under-average head coaches who want to be the the players' friends and the players taking advantage of the whole situation. And both both owners should run down the hallway at MetLife and knock on the door of Kevin Gilbride, who's the head coach of the XFL team. Well, this isn't about this isn't about Kevin Gilbride, though. It's not about Kevin Gilbride. That's Mike, a, they need know. help. Yeah, but that's not about oh. him, though. Listen, Mike, they, they need help. They, they need help. I don't disagree. I mean, but I, it's not I – mean, Kevin Gilbride's from a different era. That has nothing to do with this. But the point is, you're, you're right. The, if your point about them being badly coached, both teams are badly coached. That's a fact. That's not even an issue. That's a fact. Uh, Jason and Clifton, what's up, Jason? Hey, Mike, I looked at New England's last 10 years of drafts. They had one guy in the top 20, and I'm only bringing that up because here we are in New York, both teams looking draft, draft, draft every year, it feels like. Oh, we got to lose to get in the draft. 
These guys are drafting. No, don't listen. Don't compare people to them. We're not you can't. Can, no, Mike, the they have a Hall of Fame no. coach and a Hall of Fame Mike, quarterback. The, okay, point, so there's but, and a system and a Mike. system that's been built now over but, twenty years. Mike, so it I'm doesn't work. What I'm saying by that is they have the, the yeah, but the no one else can do what they do. But they're filling in guys. No, you, again, you can't back. use them as a blueprint because Why not, it, Mike? because you can't get Tom Brady. But no, it's not only Tom Brady. It is Look Tom the Brady. Last ten years, they have one draft it's, pick in the top twenty. It's two. One. It's the best coach and the so, best quarterback. Okay, and, so that tells you, Mike. Well, wait a second. Right G- give me the get, get, well, get. Tell me where there's another Belichick. But Mike, getting he always have. Where is the next Belichick? It's the scouting department. It's not the scout. It's Belichick. It's not everything's Belichick. You got listen. I don't. I don't love Belichick. Okay, personally, but it's all Belichick. It's all him. That everything that runs in that organization, football wise, is him. Everything. Nothing is done without him. Everything is done by him. Everything. It's him. He's the best. He's the best by a wide margin. He's smarter than everybody else. That's a fact. That's not even a debatable issue. They have a system set up that works, that they believe in, that works. They plug players in. They bring players in who are smart, who are versatile, versatile, who play multiple positions, who are smart and tough. That's what they want. And they plug them in. But they have a Hall of Fame coach and a Hall of Fame quarterback to start with. And that is an enormous two steps that most teams don't have. Why do you think LaFleur's winning this year as a first-year quarterback? Because he's got Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is an all-time great. That's why. He's got an all-time great quarterback to build around. When you start there, it's a different situation. That changes things. So to try and compare what the Pats do, that's not, you know what? It's not going to be a duplicate. No one is going to duplicate what, the way they do it. First of all, no one player in the NFL has the power that Belichick has. No one does. No one deserves it. But he runs everything in that organization. Everything. Coaching, personnel, everything. Anything that has to touch that football team is his. And he's smarter than everybody else. And they're smarter than everybody else. And they play smarter than everybody else. They execute. They do what the old Packers did. They beat you with pure, cold-blooded execution. That's their secret. They execute a game plan. That's their secret. It's not that they're unbeatable. They can be handled. They can be beaten. But they execute to a level of performance that other teams, most teams, can't reach. And they have a great quarterback. Back after this. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 